0: Welcome to the JMP Podcast. Uh, I am not Josiah. I am Carolee. I am Josiah's wife. And I get the opportunity to dialogue with you today about the subject, Someone Should Have Told Me I'm Not Called to Save the World. Why? Because we serve a just and righteous king. So let's begin. And again, it's a conversation. And I just want to welcome you to, uh, yeah, this subject. Okay. So let's turn to Acts 12, um, and uh, we're going to be talking about the story of Herod. Um, so even though I've passed through a lot of, uh, of the story of Acts, I've never really heard of the story of Herod and what happened to Herod. Um, and I want to first talk about uh, kind of what I do for a living before I get to Herod. So some of you already know, but I work as a domestic violence counselor in the Niagara region, and what's interesting is I get to see a lot of great things happen in our community. I get to see, uh, reconciliation, forgiveness, healing, um, love being restored into relationships. Um, I get to see a lot of co-workers working together, uh, for the same purpose, um, but I'm also introduced and exposed to a lot of injustice, a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of brokenness and unfulfillment and so I wanted to talk to you about how as a believer where I stand when it comes to fighting for justice, fighting for righteousness um, in a very uh, dark world that loves to expose people and exploit them uh, and oppress them. So let's begin with Acts 12, verse 22 and 24. So in this story, we have a great famine that's happening in in, Tyre and Sidon. Sorry, I'm not really sure how to say that. Um, And so the people are asking for peace. Uh, specifically to Herod. And so Herod comes like a, like his robes, very fancy, and addresses the crowd, and the people are shouting him, the voice of a God and not of man. And immediately an angel of the Lord struck him down uh, because he did not give God the glory. And uh, he was eaten by worms and uh, breathed his last so kind of a harsh end for Herod um but you can probably tell God didn't really like this guy uh because of his injustice because of the way he um he he was to his to the people of Tar and Sidon now if we just ended there there's a couple of kind of unfair statements we could probably say to God, like, why would you do that? Why, wh- why didn't, you know, Herod go to court? Why didn't he have a lawyer? Why didn't he, you know, properly uh, stand before the people? And the people could decide. Um, well, God is a justice God. If we look before Acts 12, verse 22, where actually Peter uh, was sent to jail injusticely, um, and God sent an angel um, to actually set his chains free. So in this perspective, we have a God who's just, and we have a God who's just. Different circumstances, different stories, and yet this the same result, righteousness. I want, I want you guys to turn to Psalms 89, verses 14 to 15. It says, righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before you we give god the glory because what he has done and because he is our king and the only king so in this story i want us to focus on the righteousness and the the justice of the the god we serve and we can we can look at this through christ we can look at this through um what what Paul talks about um, in Philippians so you can turn to Philippians 3 verses 1 to 11 Paul warns us to be careful for the people who will mutilate the flesh I'm pretty sure Herod was pretty good at this he said having he said that he has no confidence in the flesh Paul says this And after he says this, he actually gives reasons why he could have confidence in the flesh. Um, You know, he suffered, he was privileged. He even calls himself blameless, which is a pretty good statement because the only person that was blameless was Jesus. So the fact that Paul was actually saying this um, is saying something that we should really hone into. Um, But then he then he says yeah, I have, no, I have no confidence in the flesh because whatever I did or whatever I do have, I count it all loss for the sake of Christ. So he names all these things, great things that he did, these, these testimonies that he did. And he said, I count it all loss for the surpassing knowledge of Jesus Christ. So yeah, he, 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 he suffered. He was oppressed and privileged. And he still said that. Now we can ask Paul, why why did you do that? Like, Like, why wouldn't you give yourself the credit, Paul? Why wouldn't you go out and say, oh, that's amazing. Like, shouldn't he be proud of what he did instead of saying, well, I actually counted all loss. Well, he says, because not of my righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ the righteousness from God that depends on faith. That not depends on himself, but depends on the faith and not even the faith of the law, which at that time had all the confidence because it was it was dictated by policies, by lawyers, by the court system. But it, as we know, it, it's injustice. See, we had Herod who served in this hierarchical uh, kind of way, who actually had a position of power to be just. And what did he choose? He jo- he chose an unjust system. So even though he had the power to bring justice and bring righteousness, he didn't. And so that's why I want to hone into a little bit more here. And so what what is this? What does this look like practically to live and to depend on faith? He says that I may know him, Christ and the power of his resurrection and may share in his sufferings becoming like him in his death that by any means possible I may obtain the resurrection from the dead amazing that's really encouraging but as we know you know we don't get to experience that on a day to day like I started with this message saying I work in domestic violence uh, you know, shelter, and I see injustice all the time. I have to make decisions that seem unjust, that seem unfair, that seem unfit to um, a just uh, system. That's because our world is is corrupt and not perfect. So, so Paul continues, and he, he doesn't end on that note. He says, I'm not claiming that I have gained this yet. That I have gained perfection, but I press on to make it my own. By what, Paul? By forgetting what lies behind and straining forward what lies ahead. Which is the upward call of God. So we aren't, we aren't there to save the world, but to participate in the kingdom in our midst. Why? Because we serve a just and righteous king. If you are a nurse, a doctor, a social worker, an average pedestrian walking the streets right now hearing this message, I, I want to encourage you that our, our strengths and our weaknesses and what we're doing in this, in this world, we can count it loss. Because of their surpassing knowledge of Christ, what I do on a daily uh, basis—I'm—I'm a wife, I'm a friend, I'm a sister. I work in a in a shelter system, you know. I work uh, in the social services um, kind of realm, and I see all things, and I want to do so many things, so many great things. Um, on a default, it becomes like this striving mentality. It becomes like it's a me focus, like Carolee's got to save the world. Carolee's got to go in and save the world. And I'm telling you, folks, we're not there to save it. Christ has already come. The Holy Spirit has already come and and has finished it. What we get to do is participate as sons and daughters, brothers and sisters. We're not doing it alone. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Because we become like an island. We become so focused on our own abilities, our own um, sets of skills, that we actually forget the greatest call of all. Let's turn back to Psalms 89 to to remind us. We're not doing it by our own strength. You're doing it because you are first a son and a daughter of a king whose righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before you. Don't forget about that. That's what matters. That's the king that we are serving in this kingdom here on earth. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are a righteous and just king. That you aren't just there far off. You haven't left us on an island by ourselves. We are there with you. You are there with us. So God, with all of our abilities and skill settings and degrees and diplomas... Uh, Lack of skills, lack of diplomas, lack of all these different things. God, we we just call upon your Holy Spirit to remind us that we count all loss for the surpassing knowledge of Jesus Christ, that our foundation, what we are doing to go out into the world would not be of our own strength, would be because of the righteousness and justice that we have access to because of your throne of grace, because of what have you done, Christ, in your sufferings and resurrection? Lord, we love you and we thank you for the brothers and sisters who have listened in today. We just pray in your almighty Holy Spirit that you would fill them up with his hope into all their different responsibilities, roles. We love you, Father. Amen. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, again, this is the JMP podcast uh, and uh, I'm Lee signing off. Take care.
1: Well, thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope something in this has encouraged you. Well, if you can believe it or not, next week we finish this series with an episode called Someone Should Have Told Me You're Not Called to Save the World Part 2. This will be the second last series that we are having for season two of this podcast. Now, we are going to be finishing season two of this podcast through a special, uh, a special series called When God Says No, Learning How to Suffer Well. In this series, I am going to walk with you through the challenges and the, the things that I have learned through the health issues that I have had to walk through my entire life. What's unique about this series is that it's actually going to be a two week journey, meaning that I am going to release a new episode daily for two weeks. So this is going to begin May 10th and go until May 23rd. There will be a new episode every single day. Now, these episodes are only going to be 15 minutes long, and I'll release them at seven in the morning each day on this podcast that you're currently listening to. Now, If you would prefer to watch the video version of the exact same episodes, I will actually be releasing those at 7 p.m. on our JMP cast, both on Instagram and Facebook. So essentially, there's going to be three ways to consume this content. It'll either be on this page like you're currently listening to at 7 in the morning, or you can watch it at 7 p.m. on our Facebook page or on our Instagram page at the JMP cast. I'm really excited to share this series with you. It is probably one of the most personal um, conversations I've ever had publicly about the challenges that I have faced with my health issues. Although my hope and prayer is that it wouldn't be just about me and my own journey, but that it would actually be something that can help you within your own process and in your own journey. So I want to just say thank you for everyone who has been listening to this podcast week in and week out. You know, it's now been, as of next week, it'll be six months that we've been doing this together. And I just want to say how thankful I am that you have been on this journey with me. And I hope that something in this journey has been worth it um, for you. As we continue to ask this question, what does it look like to live in our identity in Christ and to actually participate in the Father's kingdom that's in our midst? I hope that you have an awesome day.